0: And I'll present to you episode 208 of the Regular Features Podcast. Yes. Is it 208 already? Oh my god, we're raring, raring, raring through them, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fecking
1: are. Ah, this is a Comedy Pond time podcast, and it's got three people on it. They, it's just the three people. One of me is me, Steve Hogarty. One of
0: me is me, John Blythe. One of you is me, Scrabills. Joe Scrabills. And it's good night from him. Yeah, so um, we're having a lot of fun already, aren't we? I'm, I'm just... You started the podcast just before I had to top up my drink, so um, I'm just going to top up my drink you now. Can do that. So you can demonstrably hear how much fun we're having. Oh, there
1: you
2: go. Big jot of gin.
1: Oh, yes. You just, know, I don't think I've mentioned it on previous podcasts, but it's
0: really hot. <laughs>
2: it's warm beyond
0: warm tonight. It's the hottest. What's a more severe form of the word warm?
2: Crazy. <laughs> just...
0: Really, like, crampeting.
2: You you shot quinine and other bits of tonic all over your chest, and now you've got a very nice sort of bib, like a cold bib that I really want to put my head on.
0: I'm wearing a wet T-shirt of my own creation after opening an excited bottle of tonic in Steve's room.
2: Spring break, Cancun!
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, um, as everyone noticed, I did throw myself between the exploding Mm, bottle of tonic and Steve's technology pile. You were like... A secret serviceman.
1: my PC was President Barack Obama your monitor was Whitney Houston <laughs> <laughs> and the bottle of tonic was
0: some Abu Hamza style Muslim <laughs> it's important that you specify it was an Abu Hamza style Muslim otherwise you're being a, a naughty person yeah.
1: <laughs> I could have just said Annie Given Mohammed <laughs> That would have been offensive. Yeah, I also it sounds like the title of a, of a film.
0: <laughs> it does sound like a romantic comedy. Yeah, <laughs> by <But> Pathé.
1: <laughs>
0: what is Pathé?
2: <laughs> well, they used, used to make newsreels, and now they make quirky friendships. Yeah, they made Amelie. Pathé made Amelie and and Delicatessen probably. <laughs> yeah, almost so well, certainly Delicatessen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> If I can uh, recall to mind. So them all canal plus. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Pathé... um Oh here what do you what do you call the little video that they've got? An ident. Yeah. Pathe ident. It's a, is a mobile of a rooster mm. of the, the letters P A T H E E accent. Um yeah, forming a rooster. But to me, I always imagine it's the, the mobile's spinning around in this room by itself. And the angry rooster walks in and (laughs) casts a shadow across the letter, and he's like,
2: what are you doing, (laughs) (laughs) Paddy? Like a a dad at a (laughs) sleepover.
1: Just like outlined in the doorway. The chicks have been blowing a mobile. (laughs) (laughs) And that rooster looks really ominous. Like he's going to, you know...
0: Get angry at the paté. Father, <laughs> father, father, around, cock bustles in. in. If you, if I come in again and you're not spelling paté, you're spelling <laughs>
2: thief or theep.
0: I won't have it. If. <laughs> oh, interesting fact. My father was on a paté newsreel from the noon team fifties. About a cool new um, vicar who's entered the area and has got the kids involved with the church. Is yes, he a, uh, that hula hooping vicar? If you Google people, Father Tyson Snenton Newsreel, you'll find a a hip new vicar that's coming to town. He's got the kids involved with the church, and he's um by all they have to do is volunteer to sweep. He's by then. He's by. He was more than by. He was totally <laughs> fruit loops. <laughs> <laughs> um, his, that's the hula hoops. He was both fruity in a nice way and also completely alky. He was a sort of major character from my childhood, it was Father Tyson. Wow. This character who would, like, he, his idea of outreach in the community was getting fucked up and having to be dragged home to the vicarage. That, That's and, brilliant. And on the so weddings got cancelled because he was hammered and asleep in his own graveyard. <laughs> I want to join the priesthood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could I see where there's a place for me. Yeah, that's it. I mean, if you're going to be a character or vicar, it's far better to be an alcoholic than a molester. Yeah, so, yeah. definitely. And the guy got Everyone it right. Loves Everyone an, loves an alcoholic. To... Yeah, he's one of the he's one of the people. Yeah, so there is a pathé newsreel of that guy, um, and it's a genuinely interesting part of Stanton history. These we days, see if we can... the most recent part of Stanton history was a news article today about a disabled man punching someone in the nuts, <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's what passes
2: for culture in Stanton <laughs> these days. You won't you...
1: find a newsreel of that.
2: <laughs> Could I be so bold as to ask? what his disability is well I went to his Facebook page and <laughs> I'm so I was so sure you must have and his disability appears to be having a
0: together for England banner superimposed oh. over his profile picture <laughs> it affects so many of us and he seems to be topless a lot for a disabled person I'm not, I'm not saying that people fake disability or they shouldn't get their tops off <laughs> <laughs> well I look at him and he looked quite fit and I'm not sure what's going on <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we'll see if we can put a link to the uh,
1: Pathé newsreel in the podcast description. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah, that's, never, that's a more. reason to go
0: to the website. You <laughs> never explained what part your dad had in that. He was one of the kids who was attracted to the church by the cool, groovy vicar. I oh, see. So you can see him at the, at the end of it when there's like an example disco going on. <laughs> With the My bowl dad of sat wine the to the back. Lips. <laughs> no, there was no booze. He would not allow that. Hmm there were kids you <laughs> right guys, guys. Yeah? features I'm that was my feature was it one of your you features no it wasn't I just objectively that. label it as a feature oh yeah but when chat is that good it deserves a label tag <laughs> that, was, uh, that was
1: pretty hot chat <laughs> oh baby uh, I enjoyed it um, but I'm making for some real features are you you can see my nipples protruding from my t-shirt do you want me to push them back in, or would that hurt even more? I think that would activate something. It might activate a feature. Do
2: it! Screw Actually, do it! <laughs> I'll go first. Why
0: not? Why don't you?
1: I'm gonna. No one in my. Saved a f- uh, she- sheared me. Shite before the shovel, as they say. <laughs> hmm. Is that a real thing? Because I just made that up, and that sounds good. Put the shite before the shovel. It was hurtful enough that I assumed it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just. If I, if, if I just invented that, then you know, I'll just let it be known. Okay. <laughs> is this all going in? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I might just Google shite before the shovel. Please do. <laughs> oh wow, the only place it's appeared is in a piece of Harry Potter fan fiction. That.
0: shite before the shovel. And that's mad because I was currently looking at one of my pilot features. Was Harry Potter and the Gunky Bucktuck filled with shit and piss? <laughs> Did you write shite before the shovel? No.
2: no. This is <laughs> good. Ron leaned on the door just behind Draco Shite before the shovel Ron snickered (laughs) Ron snickered and pushed the blonde through the doorway The blonde The blonde That's just not being able to find a good descriptor Draco the blonde That's quite good What a good discovery (laughs) As I get
1: my regular features I am in paradise
2: Guys. What? What's that interjection? No, it was just what? What? Tell me. Do elaborate. Okay. Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. (laughs) Oh, those guys. Seem like maybe they're ill. Because they both keep having to talk about their health a lot. And they keep calling out the other's health. They're having a poorly slammed down, poorly off. Mm. That's a very good way of putting it. And I wish I'd thought of it. (laughs) Because it'll lead nicely into my story about them being ill, desperately so. I don't want to take the wind from your sails. Quite all right. That's a better joke than (laughs) the seven minutes you're about to listen to. Seven minutes. Seven. I don't know. That's a guess. It's quite long. I wrote this drunk. (laughs) Baby! Screamed Trump, strapping on his space age leg. Give me the good news. Dr. Henrik Plack looked unwaveringly at the presidential candidate in silence for three full seconds before, cowed by the unremitting childlike moon eyes that Trump used so well against Fox News anchors and Pinko Jellybones anarchist hate fucks alike, he cast his eyes down to the fool's gold carpet and spoke. I hope the next sentence is short. (laughs) (laughs) Professor Trump, he muttered, using the honorific his employer preferred in private, you've lost another finger. The lupus is aggressive, and I don't know how much longer we can keep giving you bionic parts before someone notices you won't go within a square mile of a school science lab magnet. <laughs> 400 or so miles away in Gartbesk, Indiana, Hillary Rodham Clinton was screaming as her newest jaw was drilled into her <laughs> decayed skull. Dr. Nick Hunger looked with pleading eyes at the nearest speechwriter, who pretended not to notice either the pitiful gaze nor the pitiful wails. Minutes past
0: <laughs> Just like a room full of gays and whales. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. I couldn't comprehend of anything other than that. Like... Gays and whales. Really I know right? some blowholes that are gonna get bummed.
1: Log and I clearly poured It just
0: Fuck you. No, not at
1: all. <laughs> How it keep saying, well. <laughs> Look,
2: no, Joe, it's good. It's going it to be funnier break? than this.
0: you got to break it up. <clears throat> yeah, it's going to. This is good. <sighs> <laughs> that was the worst thing I could have said. You're such a prick.
2: <laughs>
0: God, read it. Hmm
2: way said Hillary. (laughs) Go. Minutes passed before Clinton's breathing slowed enough for her to begin speaking. She pushed a button on what looked like an antique TV remote, faux mahogany and matte plastic, and her arms crossed themselves with a prehistoric metal screech. How long do we have... With visible pain at the mere muscle movement, she looked to the corner of the room, where what seemed to be a near-perfect body double of the Democrat stalwart stood. Dr. Hunger cleared his throat. I honestly don't know. Trump vomited out a green paste while 30 staff members applauded just to make him feel better. He'd eaten only carrots for 20 days now. Why was it green? No
0: one asked. That's that's a good reversal of the usual joke. The word, There's always carrots in your sick. Mm. He'd been, was that a deliberate thing. Nope. Nothing but <laughs> carrots. Yeah. Nothing yeah. But, but not you're carrots. Or with a lump of carrot. And you said that's the Mike Harding joke from the nineteen seventies. Way. You subverted it. <laughs> that <That's laughs> sounded never to be true.
2: No. I've it never was had nev- a carrot in my sick.
0: No. no, but in those days people didn't talk about sick, so they were just no one knew what everyone else's sick looked like, and he was playing on that ignorance of the crowd. Much like Donald Trump. <gasps> I think you'll find.
2: (laughs) Trump looked wildly around, then punched himself in the temple for betraying his own mortal worries, asked for a towel for his now profusely bleeding head, and spoke. Look, I can't even wear a hat without my guts falling out my ass, and my children keep blowing up, and someone is sending me personalized gravestones in the mail. But we have to stay as a unit. I know you've all seen my stumps, and the things that look like hands, but definitely aren't hands, growing out of my back. But the public just can't know that their future leader is roughly the consistency of yogurt and could be punched in half by a fan blowing the wrong way. You guys, we're family. And people need to know that daddy's strong. <laughs> Clinton had an aide pull her calcified, elongated neck closer to the homunculus that shared her form. If its legs weren't backwards and a foot too short and if it had been sat in a silver tub full of tubes and nutrients, even she'd be convinced that it was a reflection, not a person. It's not a person, she chided herself inwardly. Never let yourself think that that is a person. (laughs) Kiki, for that was what the faulty clone's (laughs) given... Sorry. (laughs) For that was the faulty clone's given name, moaned for its dog. A handler shuffled over to say that Kiki had already eaten for the fortnight and that she knew that. Clinton looked balefully at the creature. This is better work, she said to no one in particular, and dunked her head in the milky solution that kept her alive before blowing bubbles for fun. (laughs) <clears throat> so the homunculus eats dogs. Yes. Yeah, cool. Just to clarify. <laughs> Just get it all straight. It's a lot of depth. <laughs> it's <laughs> a universe you fleshed mm. out. The Bilderberg group met that night. The world's most influential nefarious travelled to a castle in Basque, Spain by moon tubes, arriving in a nude heap. Moon tubes make, do not accommodate you just like a clients. noun out of an adjective. Nefariates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. I liked it. I've always said it. They landed in a layer of moist construction foam, filling a swimming pool envisaged but never seen by Picasso. <laughs> Climbing out of the pool and putting on matching deer skin <laughs> <gans. laughs> yeah, yeah. they all talked one to one, tens of pockmarked <laughs> men pairing off for private discussions. I was laughing mainly at Steve's. <laughs>
0: what? What? <laughs> I'm going to question that <laughs> about the Picasso thing. A swimming pool
1: envisaged but never seen by Picasso mm. yeah no, I suppose a lot of his stuff was stuff he never actually saw
2: he drew it and then someone built it well, I, I in Basque this. Spain
1: that was Da Vinci did
0: that didn't yeah
2: <laughs> like helicopters <laughs> alright let's get through this <laughs> heads down guys It's this it's more. this is dense it keeps getting denser it's worth a re-listen yeah it is <laughs> Yeah, this is delete it and re-download. This it. is good. Pumps of our stats on SoundCloud. This is Patreon content. <laughs> the topic remained consistent throughout the group. Today was the day. The health reports. Could you stop fidgeting with your leg? I'm, you sc- really... I'm itchy. It's hot. <laughs> I'm getting
1: a rash. You're, you're tapping and you're bumping right. everything around. Let me oh, just look, get smooth. Okay.
2: <laughs> I know you can do get it. Get smooth, baby. Ooh. Get smooth. Get smart. Ooh. I'm adding a new character now, keep up. Maria looked up from the chrome sink when a trucker she'd never seen before screamed at her to turn the TV up. She scowled but acquiesced, leaving effervescent industrial soap on the volume plus button. (laughs) On stage, bodies rendered in liquid crystal to millions across the world, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton were introduced and strode onto the dais, each matching the other's stride for fear of being seen to have body language interpreted as too unusual by commentators and plebeians. Trump waved enthusiastically to the crowd before withdrawing his hand suddenly and frowning. If anyone had had the chance to notice, they would have seen the sudden bulge at his suit jacket's shoulder, as if an explosion had gone off under the 30% polyester hem. It had. Clinton, for her part, looked entirely impassive, presenting an unimpressed aspect to viewers, except as she appeared to catch sight of a child wearing a shirt with a hamburger on it and veered wildly off course, (laughs) before jolting upright as if electrocuted and proceeding to a position behind the assigned lectern. I forgot about this bit. Guest moderator <laughs> guest moderator Brock Lesnar spoke from his chair. Ladies and gentlemen in the restaurant we call America, we come here tonight to eat words, drink facts and collect the bill. A bill of good health, that is. <laughs> Maria, still washing dishes in her Midwest diner, smiled at the great wordplay. Our possible incumbents have arrived here to show us that they are not only fit to serve office, they are fit to serve coffees. They won't just run the country, they'll run a triathlon, ignoring the swimming and cycling portions because that's just half-assing a good job. They'll just run the whole way. (laughs) Across the water. (laughs) (laughs) They won't just serve the electorate, they'll surf to Connecticut, which is hard because the Porchatuk River is notoriously calm. Let's learn about these guys' bodies. A cheer went up, both on TV and in the diner. Maria gulped and dunked a glass, turning it so that that little air bubble that forms in downturned glasses underwater would sound like it was doing a little fart and would be more easy to manoeuvre. (laughs) (laughs) at Lesnar's invitation Trump cleared his throat to speak immediately the crowd knew something was wrong because his body somehow ended up at a 45 degree angle with the strain of the movement and did not right itself panicked but improvising Trump shuffled two feet to the right to reach the microphone with his bent head my health is impeccable he said let me show you a projector screen unfurled from the ceiling, dropped by two dozen interns, and the medical documents filled the hundred-foot white rectangle. More than human, screamed words written in red ink. Could grow a womb in a pinch. <laughs> Fights like a fucking gladiator. Eats a kitchen worth of meat a day. <laughs> While impressive, the words rang false, because Trump collapsed sideways like a dead tree and his entire side burst open, letting loose several hundred graveworms that had nested in his flank. <laughs> Kiki, for it was Clinton's abortive clone on stage, finally lost her mind at the sight, screaming in non-English and ripping through the curtains behind the dais. That revealed the true Clinton, her floating milk bath secreted behind the velvet, where Bluetooth signals would allow her to transfer thoughts to the fell beast that shared her form. (laughs) Taking the initiative, the withered Clinton piloted her vehicle come hospital to the nearest microphone, shouting over Trump's keening yelps. I went to a cum hospital yesterday. Oh, right. Oh, baby. (laughs) I apologise for lying to you, America, but let this be my truth. I live like this, and I love you. She pushed a button and fireworks shot out of the exhaust modules of her craft, igniting the recently waxed wooden floor of the dais and immediately boiling her nutrient bath. As she yelled for mercy, her writhing led to the striking of a button, which projected her own health report onto the ceiling of the auditorium. Oh, no. Two words. The last thing she wanted. (laughs) Two words in oversized print good stuff <laughs> oh, yes. oh, doctors' plaque and hunger ran to each other from either side of the stage at first seeming to want to help their patients before giving in to temptation, turning to one another and kissing furiously, madly in front of the nation, knowing, knowing that only the other man could understand Maria switched off the TV pulled out a pistol and shot all nine patrons of her diner she pulled off the wig and detached her long nose Geraldine, a passerby, looked through the window to see what could only be described as a cackling Martin Luther King Jr. in a yellow dress before a bullet passed through her brain. Martin blew the smoke from the gun barrel, holstered it in a garter belt, and said, Election Day, baby. <laughs> Geraldine's my mum's
1: name. When did Martin Luther King Jr. come into it? He was... Right Ma- at the end? He was Maria. That was a twist. Maria oh, was he's... Martin Luther King Jr. I heard say, I heard Martin. Martin Luther King looking. And then suddenly he, she, he is. I don't have to
2: give away, this was, you said it yourself, heard,
0: dense. The first time I heard the name Martin, I thought, who's this character? Martin's, I wasn't expecting that.
2: Mm. That's the twist, that you weren't expecting <laughs> it. Right. And it, somehow it was. You know, wow.
0: if we didn't own
1: the copyright to this, but we, I mean, every member of the regular features team yes. apart from you. Mm-hmm. You should publish this online, man.
2: Yeah, Would have done.
1: If you
0: do publish it online, good? it has to be on the Regular Features uh, website. On the website, yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: try, it is time for the next Regular Feature. And outside of Steve's Regular Feature, Steve's Shrink and Enlarge Gun.
0: Oh, yes. That's a, oh, a heroic you know, staple. I
1: invented a gun. And in fact, I'm so glad that you could join me. In my laboratory. You know that I'm a big fan of inventing. Yeah. I'm
0: always inventing things. I was going to do some like blop 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 sounds. He's gone for an electronic and I've gone for more organic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Welcome to Professor Steve's Science Laboratory, where I've invented a new type of gun that will shrink or enlarge anything to any other size that you can imagine. Did you st- I like the sound effects, but you're gonna add your own, aren't you? But we can do them afterwards. Well,
0: you're gonna put your own then, so you I don't know. Does feel like maybe you fucking can can feature a dictator? I'm <laughs> okay, go on, go on. We won't make any more.
1: Nonsense. Why? Just yesterday, I turned a grape into a melon, and a melon into a grape, and a grape into a sultana, and a sultana into something that, to an ant, would appear to be the size of a melon. It's truly a magical device And I've got it right here in my pocket Would you like to put your hand in my pocket And feel the device?
0: Oh
2: boy, oh boy, oh boy boy.
0: Would I I ever, Steve? Oh,
1: now that both of your hands are in both of my pockets
2: Joe, what can you feel? What I can feel is nubbish and smooth Cuboid in shape with... Nicely chamfered edges, like a, like a fresh packet of dental floss or a, or a miniature deck of cards one might discover as a prize in a Christmas cracker.
1: Log, what do you, what do you feel in my pocket? Which you, you get your hand in my pocket? <laughs> the thing I'm feeling
0: is about a, a foot long and too large to fully grasp with one hand. But very light, almost weightless. What I'm holding feels very smooth and warm. It's, it's rounded at each end and feels hollow. And compressible. I can easily crush it and it pops back into shape again. It's like a it's like a blister pack that a thermos came packaged in. But now the thermos is gone.
1: Aha! One of you is holding the device! <laughs> the other is holding my bionic dongoloid. <laughs> an invention I invented for having sex with Chinese people. I've been to the future in my time machine and it's all Chinese and there are so many of them that there's a new saying that goes you'd need a bionic dongoloid to have any hopes of fucking even half of all the Chinese people in the world (laughs) (laughs) bionic dongoloid, I thought I can invent one of those and so I did and look that's what you're holding As a side note, I haven't installed the safety protocols on my bionic dongoloid just yet. So if it were to accidentally be activated, it would destroy every Chinese person in the world. Joe, pull your filthy hand out of my pocket this instant. Ta-da! Wow, (laughs) what an impressive device, Professor. Thank you, Joe. I call it the shrink or enlarge gun. And it's got two settings, shrink and holy Moses on the ark. What in
0: Einstein's beard is happening inside of my breeches? <laughs> I'm sorry. I still had my hand inside your pocket and I think of may flicked a switch on your bionic dongoloid. My bionic dongoloid. you activated it, you
1: fool, and in doing so you've doomed every Chinese and Chinese-looking person in the <laughs> oh, world. God. <laughs> There it goes now, sliding out of my trouser leg, lit up like a bloody Christmas tree, and eager to burrow inside the guts of the nearest Chinese person, before bursting out of their chest again, its insatiable thirst for fucking remaining eternally unquenched. As a reminder, this isn't a racist thing. It's just that in the future, where I went with my time machine globalization and the rapid succession of China as the world's leading capitalist superpower has led to a surge in the travel and migration of all populations between continents. So there's just loads of Chinese people around. And I simply invented a mechanical dick to fuck them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's the scientist's first response. If there's a
2: problem, you solve it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um,
1: there's a I might ask Matt if he'd record some bits where he can do, he can be the voice of the bionic dongoloid booting up. <laughs> oh, that'd
0: be nice. <laughs> bionic dongoloid boot sequence activated systems check initiated. Good morning, Professor Steve. Is it time to fuck a Chinese person?
1: Oh no! The bionic dongoloid is booting up really quickly. Um... It's all hot! Why don't you use the shrink or enlarge gun to either... This is the end of the feature. Oh! Use the shrink and enlarge... We have to be quick, because this is going to fuck everyone. (laughs) (laughs) To
0: death. (laughs) I'm not...
2: Am I Chinese looking?
0: I've never thought about this. Stop be so selfish. Close enough, Joe. Fuck. Well, you're certainly... Boren. Mm. <laughs> Scrabble. <laughs> Not an Anglo-Saxon name. My boss said he's going to listen to this episode. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>
1: oh, and the woman from the Canal Cafe Theatre as well. Well... Fuck okay. <laughs> it. Right. Use the shrink and enlarge gun to either shrink and enlarge us, or... The Bionic dongoloid.
0: Four choices. So everything has to be shrunk or enlarged. I you can't can just sh- shrink. I can't just enlarge myself and ride the Bionic dongoloid into safety, into the sea. Wow, you just did. Did I? That's one of... You
1: did it. That, yeah, there you go. That's how Choosing Your Adventure works. You enlarge yourself and rode the Bionic Dongaloid into the ocean. <laughs> thereby short-circuiting it and saving the Chinese race. Oh, that's the last
2: thing
0: I wanted to do. (laughs) I wanted to make absolutely sure that I couldn't do that. (laughs) I wanted to make it like a kind of hyper-personal (laughs) strap-on. No, that's ended much more quickly.
2: What would you have done, Joe? Look... I think I would have shrunk us. And I can't tell you why, but I'd like to. Well, that's...
1: In answer to that question, this is what would have happened. I'm, again, the professor. Good work. You've shrinked us to the size of a pea. (laughs) Peas are in Chinese food. And now we look enough like peas that the bionic dongleoid is going to try to fuck us. When it does, we'll jump inside its synthetic urethra and re-enlarge ourselves while inside. Destroying this abominable penis
0: once and for all. That's one thing about the Dongloid that I didn't know, was that it also fucked the food of the race that it was designed to destroy. Well, when it's booting up, it doesn't... Like, it's just using Chinese as an
1: adjective, and it's not applying it to people. It's all parts of Chinese culture. It's, oh, it's I imagine complete.
0: there's a lot of text floating up through it. It's like h at the moment, that point. Yeah, it's so, yeah. HDMI output. <laughs> <laughs> It does have that
1: and a headphone jack. (laughs) That's why I'll be buying it this year. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's also, imagine it full of cornflakes as well. I know it's hollow, but like half filled with cornflakes. For the noise. Just, yeah, imagine it giving quite a good kinetic. (laughs) going Mm to a hotel
0: buffet and emptying loads of little individual variety packs into a little dongoloid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, that was my feature.
0: Um, Take it or leave it. It was one of those ones where you, it just went a bit racist. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's up to you, the readers, to find out whether it, went, whether it was acceptably racist or not. Let us know.
2: Cue the Japanese jingle.
0: Or oh, somebody can me my feet Wow, way to conflate China and Japan,
2: man. <laughs> <laughs> now play the reggae
0: jingle. <laughs> a reggae, a reggae, a reggae, la 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 Girl, I want to make you sweat.
2: Regular <laughs> We got Wow, you've got nice loads nice of racist jingles. jingles. <laughs> Fuck.
0: Regular featureos. For my feature. My feature? my feature, you say? What you want my feature now? Oh, you better have it then. Is that is that is that what we're getting at? If you wouldn't mind. Well yeah, let's get this. Let's get this episode. Right over with. I'm always eager for your features. Do you... Eager? Your hunger.
1: Oh, can we... Your last feature at the live show was
0: like a, a dream to me now. <laughs> it... Honestly, the fact that that last week's podcast became lost to sound deprivation techniques. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm gutted because I was having a whale of a time at the end. I... I I decided halfway through that to actually get my trousers off and start walking around in my pants. You were lurching around like a Miyazaki
1: spectre. It with was a Margaret Thatcher mask on your head,
0: but and a, on the top of and your a head, a salmon pink dress that was worn all wrong and enveloping my body into a cube. <laughs> it was horror it, and beautiful. I, the way it all collapsed. In the best way because I remember coming on before I came on thinking I can't work out how this dress works. Stuart ran from the audience because he could see panic in my face. Yeah. But he didn't realise that I was pretending to be panicked. For the <laughs> oh, that's oh, that's you, nice. You've got a fucking you've got a good boyfriend when he runs around and he, he gives up his seat oh. at what is the ticket of the century, episode two hundred and seven, regularly. Just like regular yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, what happened? We didn't work out how to unzip the back, which suddenly makes it really wearable. Apparently, girls do that with dresses. They unzip the back.
1: Ah, uh, that's where the phrase zip me up comes from. Zip me up, Scotty. Yeah. I thought it was like zip up on that. So, so, uh,
0: so I could stop yapping sp- such, and ruining <laughs> the conversation. Yeah, that makes it so much more sense. Yeah, so that's it. So I didn't have the skill kind of putting on a dress, but it did turn me into a shambling fucking Hulk. Of a, sort of boss boy. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: That was a magnificent show and this is a perfect time to say that we have more shows coming up. Live um, shows, If you
0: live shows that you could probably miss forever if you don't go to them because, Jesus Christ, that was a show.
1: But yes, if you'd like to come to some live shows, we have, have some uh, coming up. Go to regularfeature.es or Google Regular Features and find us on there and you'll see the next live shows and perhaps you'll get to see Log's lovely, hairy, asshole <laughs>
0: Anyway, oh. back to Log's feature. Some people said they still remember my asshole. Anyway, my feature now, is it? Yes, please. I thought I'd already introduced it, like, a fucking hour ago, but there you go. Do uh, you know what? When you have loads of ideas in your head, and you think, well, I don't know which idea to cultivate into a proper feature, that means it's time for pilot season! Oh! <laughs> wee oh, way oh, way oh. <laughs> First of all, let's just try... Let's see if this spit this ball. See if it rolls. Um, It's my Donald Trump sitcom, and we're having a lot of fun with it. It's uh, episode one of a Donald Trump sitcom in which Donald Trump lives with Moonpig and Warp Factor Simon. (laughs) Hello, I'm Donald Trump, Commander in Chief of the United States of America, and I'm his loyal sidekick and Veep Moonpig.
2: And I'm walked back to Simon, the mysterious boy who cannot say no to a kiss.
1: Now, I'm the most powerful man in the world. My narcissism has finally been satisfied, and I have gone totally chill and amazing. <laughs> so I'm going to do what I've always secretly wanted to do.
0: Oh, well, I hope it's nothing sordid and unsavory. Moonpig!
1: I'm gonna ride around America on a horse, looking through children's windows, and ask them if they need help with their homework.
0: That's... uh,
1: Are you any good at homework, Moonpick? I'm great at homework. Ask me anything. Go on. Ask me anything. I will answer your question on whatever it is about.
0: Oh, I haven't had any homework for like over... 21 years now I I can barely remember what homework was Moonpig I (laughs) remember
1: I remember what all the homework is I want you to do this ask me a question or I will drop nerve toxins on Baltimore They've just given me the codes to do that. All I have to do is say the codes into the magic mirror they gave me. Don't test me, Moonpig. Moonpig. I will disparage the fuck out of you.
2: I'm Warp Factor Simon. My role is as yet unclear in this adventure, but you can be sure that it is utterly fascinating. In the meantime, I do have a homework question for you. Why is it that a carpet of the same temperature as a tiled floor won't feel as hot to your bare feet?
1: That's easy. It's because like when milk is in bottles in the fridge, but on your feet. (laughs) I I forgot what my
2: accent is You were were (laughs) slightly camper
1: But it's because The friction on the fibres Rubbing against each other Like sticks and starting tiny fires No Wait, it's because If you don't tell me I'm right I'm gonna nuke
2: Korea (laughs) (laughs) Both of them (laughs) I'm Warp Factor Simon, I cannot lie You are incorrect, Mr. Trump Oh, great
0: Now we've got to break into the missile chamber And hack the missiles he starts sending And starting World War number
2: What's the next one again, Moon Pig? World War 15, sir But don't worry, the magic mirror we gave him Isn't really magic It's just a normal mirror that he assumes Is magic, because he's in it Warp Factor Simon
0: You saved the day Kiss me! Please stop moon pig asking...
2: <laughs> Please stop asking me to kiss you. It is an abuse of the fact that I cannot say no to kissing. That's right, baby. Pucker up them big old lippy-dips. Moonpig, <laughs> moonpig, moon pig moonpig, moonpig. Moon pig. Moon pig.
0: So that is that is episode one of a sitcom starring Donald Trump, the yeah. man who every episode has got infinite power, thinks he's Uh, a reformed character but always ends up starting World War 15, 16, 17, 18, whatever, but gets prevented by his sidekicks, Moonpig and Warp Factor Simon. Very much like it's an Inspector Gadget scenario where (laughs) Penny and Brain solve the crimes. Mm. What that (laughs) taught me is that I need to and I think everyone
1: should probably work on just getting a basic Donald Trump impression in place because I think it's going to be useful over the next 40 to 50 I, years.
2: What people couldn't see is that you had his hand gestures right. His yeah. hands are always high.
1: His
0: little princhy pin-holding pin fingers. Did he's he, the gayest heterosexual. He's... God's own green such country. Such a
1: bitchy little, little queenie
2: man. He <laughs> always looks like he's taking fluff off of someone else. Yeah, he's taking nice. a little bobble
0: off of He'd them. make an excellent gorilla groomer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm. So, but that's
0: not the other thing. What, what else have we got? The next one is, you know those Cassette Boy things where mm. Cassette Boy did uh, resemble all the words of Harry Potter and mm. turned it into a porn? Made it well, sound thought, like Stephen Fry was gay. Or at least saying sort that Hermonia had like thing. Well, I thought, what if... You didn't have to bother with all the talent of looking for words that made sentences, and you just wrote it and just read it out like Stephen Fry, changing tone of voice every now and then to sound like you cut it together. That sounds good. And that's why I've written Harry Potter and the Gunky Buttock Filled with Shit and Piss. <laughs> how much have you practised reading like (laughs) this before I've only Mm, done it under my breath on the train (laughs) so this is the first time I've ever tried doing this (laughs) that
2: that bit was really good though (laughs)
0: Hermione loosened her thighs and queefed a river of spunky gametes onto Harry's wand. <laughs> Harry seized his chuckling shaft and unsheathed th- two flaky brown buttocks. He let out a loud fart and laughed for two hours. This was going to be an amazing wank of his wizard dick. Teasing the abnormally large and fragrant teat from her tatty bra, Hamari. Rustled a nugget of chunky dick soup from his eager <laughs> shaft and flicked it onto Neville's hungry belly button cunt. Mmm, mulligatawny, <laughs> gasped Ron, his nipples sending arcs of creamy white tid piss onto Hermione's ottoman. <laughs> Ron's anus kissed the air like a Frenchman. A plume of thick, choking cum steam billowed onto Dumbledore's one remaining lung. He gasped as wizard babies flew out of his neck and began to scream. (laughs) Harry farted into a jar and hurled it into a river. (laughs) And that's as far as I got with that. (laughs) That. Oh, you nailed it. I nearly have an aneurysm. (laughs) So, um. tatty Bra. tatty Bra. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've tried to resist so much just turning into Matt Berry. I was gonna that. say. Yeah, it was a little
1: bit Matt Berry there. Yeah, but I just resisted.
2: Hold it off.
0: So, um, finally, and this is a very personal thing because, like, in my pub last week, I told a joke that went down a fucking storm and you know what it is when you, when, you, you, when you tell a joke and it's a spontaneous joke so it's like it gets a real boost from your audience because everyone knew you just made it up and like yeah the absolute absence of expectation makes like it gives an element of surprise that really it just gets everyone on your side mm-hmm. and like that's absent when you spend time building a joke up
1: We don't get it on this podcast. No, no, I don't think
0: anyone expects has any expectations for any jokes. Everything that you've heard
1: tonight was written months in advance.
0: I just want this joke to go out to a wider audience. I thought it on the spot, and it's very precious to me. Mm. Looking around that table that night when I um when I made it, and like I just saw genuine joy in their faces that I'm precious that I'd given it to them. So this joke's about Alan Turing, right? It's about a gay man who committed suicide for being gay, so we're already on fertile soil for, like, big jokey yucks. And, yeah, and did you know he killed himself with a poisoned apple? And, like, that came up in conversation at the table, and, like, someone said, well, why did he put it in an apple? What was the point? What, why I put poison in an apple? And I said, because this is quite a natural thing, I mean, what, maybe he liked apples, and maybe he didn't want his last memory to be something that tasted like shit. You don't. If you want, if you want to die, you might as well like the taste of it. And that's common sense. I mean, I've never understood people who like say vegetarians shouldn't eat stuff that pretends to look and taste like bacon because that's just because you don't like killing animals doesn't mean you don't want the taste of bacon. Because the taste of bacon is objectively nice. So I I don't, I don't fetishise bacon, but I don't, I wouldn't want to deprive vegetarians of the taste of a bacon. But anyway, anyway I'm, I'm diverging. So, but then someone at the table, we're uh, uh, getting to the joke at the minute, the joke is, I don't want to build up the joke too much, but the getting to the joke and the joke is great. Uh, someone at the table who was drinking Western's Old Rosie, which is a scrumpy, uh, he said, apples are all right, but I would have put it, the poison, I would have put the poison inside her. No, no, he didn't say He said, I would have put the poison, the poison, I would have put it inside her. And quick as a flash, right? And, and I, I mean, I could see the conversation was moving on, and I had to shout to over two people. I had to shout out over two people who were already starting to say other things. And I could tell that what they were going to say wasn't as cool as what I was going to say was I said, If he'd put it inside her, he wouldn't have had to commit suicide in the first place. Yeah. Thank you! That's my brilliant joke what I made up on the spot and everyone loved it. Did you really do that? Yeah, that was a genuine account of it and the reason I've done this feature, because I tried to explain that joke to Stuart when I got home to bed pissed and I, I absolutely killed in the pub tonight and Stuart said, it needs work. <laughs> all right, all right, fuck you! I'm making, needs a, work. I'm making a feature out of this, you little cowbag. but I was lost in a hairy pass. Soon turned out it was Gavin's eyes. Did it too? Da 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 make me did it it
1: Regular Features Shut it down It's episode 208 of the Regular Features podcast And you it's done It's It's over Why are you still here? Stupid Pull out your headphones Get out I'm honestly sick of you And I don't like it anymore if you don't stop listening, yeah, what, what
0: are you waiting for? A secret feature or something? Let's let's leave 20 seconds yeah, silence. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, we'll a secret yeah, feature. Okay, right.
1: Yeah. Shut, Shut up. God. No, they would have sh- heard sh- you say sh- sh- that. Sh- you reckon sh- they'd heard you say that? Right? I don't think... No one heard that let's not tell <laughs> anyone about the 20 that second is secret is if you like this episode of regular features you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and you can uh, help us out by uh, donating a little amount per episode it helps us get together through the podcast helps yes. us with the equipment that we need to do it and, and the costs involved in maintaining a very successful comedy <laughs> podcast if you want to come to one of our live shows you can go to the, either go to canalcafetheatre.com and check out the dates on there. Or you can go to our website, which is Regular Features, with a dot before the ES. And there's registered a Registered the in rhyme.
0: Spain. Well, maybe just... Why can't we just say, like just Google Regular Features? are oh, on the fucking now.
1: top of that. I think we... Yeah, we nailed that. We're on top of that now. Yeah. <laughs> do that. Uh, go to iTunes, rate and review. Those are all things. And you know what? That's all of your missions for this week. Our AOL keyword is Fruity Chunks. Um, guys, did you have a good time? That's nice. I look, I uh, I'm I'm okay. I'll be back next week. It's been really hot this week. I mm. know. Uh, I said that at the start of the podcast. I'm gonna say it at the end. It was warm. Shit, secret feature. Yeah. Secret feature. Oh shit! The, yes. Shit. You man, secret still feature, do it. secret feature. Do a jingle, and then twenty, 20 seconds. 20, 20, twenty seconds. Twenty to th- Twenty to thirty. I think. Twenty
2: to thirty. Should we like do Four that, minutes. Like the end of. I think.
1: It I think was a kings of Leon. I I think think someone, someone may have heard us say twenty seconds. Let's do four minutes. Much
0: longer. Uh, We're not going. We're not building it up too much, are we? No. No. If they have, sorry.
1: This is off the. uh, Do a single one. Oh hello! Would you like another feature? Yes please, that would be wonderful.
0: And I said if he put it in cider, he wouldn't have had to kill himself. <laughs> 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 <laughs>